Force. The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. Why is the Force connected? I am a Jedi. Always do. There are. We're a Gaia in the Force. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Force Dyad Podcast. This is episode number 62. Uh, I am your host, Obi Sean, and uh, on tonight's episode, for the first time in two and a half years, I am not joined by Jedi John. Instead, I am joined by friend of the show, fellow Star Wars nerd and Lego lover, which is good because we're going to talk about some Lego this evening, and that is... Brickin' Ain't Easy, a.k.a. TK31788, a.k.a. Keith. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, living the dream. How are we doing, Obi-Sean? Doing. Talk about Lego tonight. Talking, talking some bricks. We're going to talk some bricks tonight. Um, and I can't legal wait. Legal bricks. And what? some illegal bricks, too. Well, they're only illegal if you get caught, right? So, uh Let's see, how long have we been talking about doing an episode like this? I don't know, what, like six months? Something like that? Yeah, I mean, we're in that stage of our life, Obi-Sean, that we make plans to only cancel them and reschedule. Yes. So that's just adulting. Um, but yeah, we've been trying to do something here for quite some time. I'm glad that uh, you know, the forces that be let us put aside a couple hours to talk about this tonight for sure for sure and uh thanks for uh thanks for stepping in and uh and uh helping to fill that lego lego void um you know we know that john is a big collector but he's not super big into lego so this is a a perfect opportunity to have you on the show so uh the agenda for this evening um we're going to get to know keith a little bit i actually have a few questions that i'm going to ask him that he doesn't know about um, so I'm going to totally put him on the spot. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> we're going to, uh, do a little bit of a kind of 2023 holiday guide for Lego star Wars as it sits currently, uh, talk a little bit about some of the rumored sets coming out next year, uh, as well as sets we're building currently, and then finish probably with a discussion about the oversaturation of the minifig market. Um, those in the know, uh, will probably know what that's alluding to, but, um, <clears throat> let's just say there's a uh, heavy influx of plastic minifigures making their way into the States, and it's, uh, well, it's going to seismically shift the way that uh, people collect Lego sets going forward. So I cannot wait to get into it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, well, do you want to, okay, do you want me to call you Keith? Do you want me to call you Brickin? Or do you want me to call you TK? Or do you just want me to mix it up as we go tonight? You just call me Keith. I was going to say, like, my pronouns or something, but couldn't think of it all i mean you can yeah yeah no it's good keith, keith works yeah fair enough all right let's uh let's... And, and i'm gonna drop the ob and just call you sean if i address you if that's okay please do that would be fine i don't think i, I not even okay. my mother calls me ob sean so no that's that's totally fine um <laughs> <laughs> so uh <clears throat> excuse me uh all right my so... father was ob sean <laughs> all right so let's get into it. So the um, we're gonna get, we're gonna have a quick get to know you session. So we've had you on the show once before, um, back during uh, what was it QuadCon, um, but mm -hmm. I think this will be some. Uh, we'll have some fun little. Uh, well, yeah, some some general Star Wars stuff, not necessarily Lego related. Um, so I got four questions for you. Um, uh, are you gonna ask me the ship specifications? 
I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you to classify. You told me there was no math. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I lied. <laughs> I lied. So, um, oh, so we're going to start out with an easy one, and that is, what is right. your favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah, very easy, right? Um, I guess you know I'd have to say Rogue One. Um, that's probably my that is my most favorite, just because of how original the story is. I mean, you you take a movie, it was a a line from um, the original trilogy, and you took and you build a backstory, introduce us to new characters, have a great storyline. Um, and put action and great acting in there I mean, you can't beat it but uh, my uh my wife doesn't like that movie though because it's not a happy you know disney ending it is the least happy of all of the endings probably <laughs> although i mean if we're honest star wars isn't meant to be a happy story uh like ever nobody ever nobody's story and ever ends happily <clears throat> in star wars um so rogue yeah, one very true Rogue One, eh? Yeah, I mean, and without Rogue One, mm-hmm. we don't get Andor, which is, you know, I would argue one of the uh, greatest things uh, that Disney has made from a Star Wars perspective. So, um, great. So, Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, after episode four, definitely. I mean, episode four of the season. Man. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. So, favorite character. So, let's move into favorite character. Yeah, favorite character. Um yeah, I wonder what we're we've been drinking around the uh, water cooler here at Force Dyad, but Boba Fett, mm. um, and I just have always liked you know the guy hardly had any lines in the original trilogy, and uh, I think it was the armor mm-hmm. that sold me. Um, but I guess a standalone character it would be Boba Fett, and then if um, I guess your kind of just overall background character, I uh, love Scout Troopers. Uh, okay. Just really enjoyed those. But, right on. Yeah. All right. Leading into favorite quote. <clears throat> oh, favorite quote. Yeah. There's been quite a few, right? Mm-hmm. In there the have Star been. Wars universe. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's a reoccur- reoccurring quote that you see, and I kind of look at it, uh, look for like an Easter egg. Uh, and all the different types of media that comes out for Star Wars, but it's uh, I've got a, va- a bad feeling about this. Yes, <laughs> yes. The quote, the quote that has that has spanned all Star yeah. Wars, all Star Wars, right? <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, and then the last one is so, being that you're a fellow collector, um, what is the most treasured piece in your collection currently? Hmm. And it could be anything. Obviously, yeah. it could be it could be an autograph. It could be a figure. It could be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, man. That's such a yeah. That's tough. Um, I guess the most treasured thing I have that like it means a lot to me is probably the UCS um, Slave One right behind me in shot. Really? Um, yeah. It was the first big Lego Star Wars set I got after, you know, falling back in love with Lego. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and having a disposable income that could support my <laughs> habit. But <laughs> that is critical. But uh, yeah, right. But no, that was that was the first set, and then just it kind of um, revamped my uh, passion. Uh, kind of relive childhood nostalgia there. So yeah, that's a good one, and that and that was I have the same set, and it's it was a lot of fun to build. Um, and I believe it's the last, one of the last big sets to, to carry the, the original slave one moniker, um, before it became mm -hmm. Boba, Boba Fett's starship. Right. Um, so it's kind of special in its legacy, I guess you could say, um, as well as just being an awesome ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, the. The fig, you know, as a collector, the fig is also worth something, but it's like the uh, first time we saw him again with uh, arm printing. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I knew a guy who sold his figure, though, from his set, but thankfully he was able to procure it back. Yes, that was me. Yes, yes. For the, <laughs> listen for the listeners at home, that was me. And I, in, in, in an error, in a rash, overcorrective decision, <clears throat> on my part, I sold a number of UCS figures only to immediately regret it and then have to repurchase them. So that was kids. If you're collecting stuff and, uh, you know, you overspend, it's okay. It's okay. You can always make more money. Don't sell <laughs> your figures out of emotion. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, so no, that's good. Um, uh, so it kind of leads, I guess, into, uh, well, obviously the main topic of discussion, which is going to be Lego. Um, mm -hmm. let's start with, since you're talking about the, the set that kind of got you back into building, um, what are you currently building? Um, and again, it doesn't have to be star Wars. Uh, and then what would you say you're most looking or not necessarily what, maybe not what you're looking forward to most, but. If you could get a set right now, what would that set be? I have this question, or I have this conversation with my wife uh, weekly in regards to like what set do I want? Because I keep on seeing stuff get rumored or released. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, I can trade a set in or budget for this. Um, but I'm currently building what's um, one of the Lego Christmas Village sets that came out last year. Uh, so I'm going to be putting together my, uh, winter village scene in the basement, in my basement, I have a table set up mm -hmm. where by the Christmas tree, we'll have a train going through and stuff. So I'm, uh, planning that all out and kind of, you know, drawing it up and then building the little sets and then I'll incorporate some star Wars figures, uh, some Christmas star Wars figures into there. Uh, last year I had. Yoda fighting Darth Maul with Django on the train as it went around, you know, just kind of that's fun, funny little things like that. Um, but in, in regards to a set that I really want, um, and I've just been kind of putting it off, uh, because I'm like, where am I gonna put this? Uh, it'd be the uh, Lego last year, I believe, came out with the 90th anniversary set, and it was uh, the Lion. Knight's castle. Mm, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and I've always wanted a castle as a kid and, um, I got 
from the medieval blacksmiths uh, Lego set, which I just, that was such a fun build. Mm -hmm. And I think that would look really nice next to it. And it'd be really cool just to have the castle and have it on display. So. Yeah, for sure. And, and for those who are less familiar with Lego, right? Uh, the castles and the knights and everything like that, you know, before Lego had any access to really exclusive IPs, uh, they did a lot with uh, sort of those not fa I guess fantasy uh, and and uh, medieval uh, themes, yeah. right? And so, yeah, they 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 brought back kind of a vintage out of the uh, almost out of the vault uh, kind of, <clears throat> kind of revamping of of those of that old school castle, and so that's what that's what he's uh, he's referencing there. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I think some of the first figures that came from uh, Castle in the sense were like the late 70s. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of goes to show you how long Legos had that in their back pocket. For sure. Yeah, and the... Um, <clears throat> now, now, as far as Star Wars sets currently, what is the one that you most want or most would like to add to your collection? Uh, yeah, so... Um, I guess what I'm really looking forward to is, uh, I'd have to say I would really want the UCS Razorcrest. Okay. Um, I think the minifigure scale on that and just how you can, there's so many different, uh, compartments, uh, and it just looks like you're going through the real Razorcrest on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that would not only display well, but also I have a, it has a great function to it, um, regardless of if it's UCS or not. I mean, I have the, uh, the play set version, which is very, which is nice. And it was yep, right, uh, right shown there. on Sean's screen there. there. Um, but I think they did a really good job with the uh, UCS version. Um, I just, and we'll talk about this later, can't really justify the cost when the when the minifigures were part of the the uh, mass-produced um, issue. So their values kind of tanked. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that'll be, that, yeah, that'll be the big crux of the discussion uh, a little bit later. Yeah, I, um, so to kind of share the stuff that I'm building or planning to build, I actually have two UCS sets that are in, on the docket. Um, and they're both over here, just off frame. Uh, and they're way too heavy for me to lift with one hand. <laughs> so I have like the 27th incarnation of Luke's Landspeeder. Um, I'm glad they finally did the UCS version of that. I mean, it does look really good. And, um, you know, getting the silver leg, or I guess the OG leg, right? C3PO with Luke um, is really cool. Um, again, we'll talk about sort of the figure <laughs> situation later. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, I have the uh, 176th incarnation of the Red 5 X-Wing. <laughs> so, but this is the UCS the version. The best incarnation. It is, and it looks phenomenal. And it's one of those that I actually think I'm I, – what I want to do <clears> – <throat> is a build along like build with me sort of series for the YouTube channel where, um, well, I sit, um, semi awkwardly as I do now 
in my podcast room and then build Lego while you watch me build Lego. And maybe, you know, you come in the chat and you chat with me and, and we have fun. We do. We listen to music and do that sort of stuff. So I think I think those sets uh, in particular, because they're so big and they, they'll take 15, 20 hours because I build slow and I, I, I do all my... Uh, knolling and stuff like that beforehand for each step uh which for again people who aren't super big into lego that means to physically take all the pieces from each step and not from each step but within each step and actually organize them into their specific component type and color um so for anyone who's ocd like you'd almost have to do that uh but for people who (laughs) (laughs) whose brains kind of function uh, i guess quote unquote normally you don't have to do that but it does make building uh more simplistic so uh so those two are in the queue and then uh the one that i want currently uh it, i mean it probably had to be the venator um just because you know i've got got the isd there uh behind me there in frame and, and the millennium falcon and so mm-hmm. it would be nice to have the trio of massive starships uh even though there is no space in the bookshelf behind me. Um, I think it would just look so cool. Uh, And there's just something about the Venator-class shuttles that... um, And I I guess it's just the red, because there's really not a whole lot of other colors on it, but just getting away from just straight gray, um, I think it'd be a fun set to build, so... Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I just... I would hate to be a little kid coming near that shelf. With those three big ships on there. Well, the, the the nice thing is that so, I mean Connor knows, this is the podcast room and we don't we don't play around, dad's, toys. Um, although there are sets on the lower shelf like the Tie Fighter, um, sorry the Tie Bomber, and he loves to play with the Tie Bomber. He'll 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 fly it around and stuff. I don't care about that. Um, I also have yeah. um, Poe Dameron Starship uh, over on one of the lower shelves that he uh that he'll fly around with so the ones i don't care if they break are on the lower shelves and he will come in and he'll play with those and fly them around um the uh the mandalorian uh at at or atst walker the the, oh, ra- yeah. the raider yeah. that one that's it <laughs> he plays with that all the time so um the key is give give them the give them access to the ones that you don't mind if they break <laughs> yes and it will protect the ones that you do care about so so real quick we're gonna do um kind of a quick holiday guide i'm gonna call it um to kind of point out sort of the current offerings that lego have uh at different price points because let's face it not everybody has 600 dollars to spend on a lego set um and there are a number of more affordable lego sets um that have pretty good bang for buck uh and then we'll go into the rumor sets for next year which keith i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you to lead that one since you uh probably more recently uh, read uh have read up on that and then we'll we'll get into our main point topic so real quick uh holiday guide right so we kind of talked about the venator class uh cruiser that one just came out beginning of the month uh, first of November, or or maybe that was the last month release, but either way, uh, it is currently the newest massive set out there. It's 5,300 pieces, $650. 
two currently unique minifigures. Um, <clears throat> one of those will lose exclusivity next year uh, for the set, and you know, not not referencing the current uh, you know minifig situation. There is a rumor that's pretty much confirmed that a mini fighter or micro fighter set will come out with Rex next year, so he will lose his exclusivity. So. That is the most expensive new set. Uh, you still have like the AT-AT at $850. The UCS Millennium Falcon is still out there. Um, so the next the next one on the newest or most recent sets, you got the Millennium Falcon Holiday Diorama, um, which is a cute little uh, uh, set that is taken from the holiday special off of Disney Plus. So the Lego Star Wars holiday special from last year where they celebrate Life Day. Uh, with Chewbacca and everything like that. So it has a Ray and a, so it's got, it's 282 pieces. So a nice little set for the kids. Uh, $30 comes with three figs plus two uh, buildable characters, including uh, BB-8 and uh, Porg. So Ray, Finn, and Chewie. Uh, the Ray and Finn have unique torsos that make them unique to the sets. Uh, Chewbacca is mm -hmm. a common fig. So um, now this set can only be purchased uh, through the end of the year, through the end of this year, and there are limited quantities. So. Uh, if you want one, be sure to pick it up soon. Um, by the way, as I go through these lists, feel free to like interject and tell me to shut up at any point. All right. Um, uh, next on the set. Uh, yeah, I was just I, I was just gonna make a joke saying like Chewbacca's not eating a pork; it's a turkey in the center of the table. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, I gotta be. I got one line is like loading up. I'm like, oh, I gotta be careful not to use them all the time. Yeah, you have to be judicious with the use of your one-liners. They are, they are quite, <laughs> po they are quite pointed. Um, so the next set, and I guess I could read out set numbers, but I'm not gonna do that. Uh, you got the Coruscant, gun yeah, no Coruscant Guard gunship, uh, which is the new red uh, version of the Republic gunship, which looks actually really, really good. Uh, mm -hmm. Just over a thousand pieces, ten hundred, ten hundred. 1,083 pieces. It's $140. Uh, comes with five minifigures, all unique to the set, which is great. Uh, you got a Palpatine, a Padme, uh, Commander Fox, and then two Shock Troopers. So um, it looks. We finally get our Commander Fox. We do. It's great. And um, I mean, I do like the OG Phase One Commander Fox, but um, the new one looks pretty good. I just feel like they've overredded, over overread. They made him too red. The red's very sat. <laughs> the red's very saturated. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I think that was a choice they did with having a red torso and doing white print over it. Yeah. It just uh, the print bleeds a little bit into the uh, torso and kind of isn't the best look. It ble it bleeds out a bit, you know. Um, and uh, anyway, so all all figures are currently exclusive to that set. I was gonna make a Lincoln Park reference there, but. Uh, I decided against it because um, of the song. Uh, anyways, uh, the next one, Star Wars Advent Calendar. So uh, that one, um, 320 pieces. Um, there are 20. It's weird because there are 23. I counted 23 days. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they double up or something like that. But uh, there are 320 pieces. It's currently on sale on Lego.com. 10% uh, off, which is about as much as you get on Lego. So it's $40.50. Um Currently, comes yeah, out. I saw this cheaper in tar at Target. I'm sure they were running this twenty percent off. 
I'm sure. Like whether it's Target or Costco, that's the thing too. For anybody who is into Lego, you know, building Lego and everything like that, if you have a Costco membership, they almost always have brand the brand new sets at at like ridiculous markdowns, like mm -hmm. straight away. You know, talking 30, 40 percent off um, out the gate. So uh, whenever new sets drop, be sure to check your local Costco's. <laughs> um, I don't know if Sam's is like that too. I don't I don't have Sam's membership, but. Uh, definitely Costco. So just, you know, fun fact, PSA there. Um, so there are eight characters, 10 vehicle mini builds, and five other mini builds, which again, for those doing the math at home is 23. Um, so I don't know what the 24th day is, but uh, there are three figs that are unique, Leia, Palpatine, uh, and that's Emperor Palpatine, and uh, Holiday Ewok. Uh, those are the unique sets, or the, sorry, the unique figures for those sets. So kind of skipping down, I'm gonna skip over the clone trooper battle pack, but for what for what it costs and what oh. you get, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I I was just saying going back to the advent calendar, um, we get to have Omega in a cheaper set, yes, which is nice because you could only get her in that 160 dollar justifier, mm -hmm. and um, and of course you get another 212 uh, clone trooper, yes, which is nice. Yeah, because and the justifier is actually getting ready to retire at the end of this year, so it'll be good to have another way to get uh, Omega. Uh, so yeah, gonna skip over the three thirty second clone battle uh, clone battle pack. It's twenty dollars, but you get four minifigs, so for the price, it's actually really good, really good deal, especially for the kids. Yeah, and, that, and that's been on sale at Target for like seventeen dollars. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so then you got the uh, Yavin 4 Rebel Base. That came out a few months ago. Um, I remember them displaying mm -hmm. that at uh, SDCC. Um, it looks like a really nice set uh, from a build perspective. Uh, 1,066 pieces, uh, $170. Comes with 12 minifigures, eight of which are new or unique for this set, um, which is kind of a crazy breakdown, I guess, you know, percentage. For, yeah. for a set like that, which, uh, so you got Han, Luke, you know, you got all the, all the gang, uh, from, uh, from the end of a new hope. So, um, and I think they actually do give Chewie his medal. I think they, I think Chewie gets a medal. I, I was just about set. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they redid. So like, um, the, uh, couple of star Wars figs, I think uh, Luke Vader and Han all have printed medals mm -hmm. on their torsos. And uh, these now are like it's a rubber piece that goes over the torso, and uh, Chewie finally gets his day. So, 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 so that's cool. That's a good set. And again, for for the price, it's. I mean, the minifig blend can justify. I think you can justify that price breakdown. Um, yeah. Again, mm -hmm. that I think that that point or that topic will come up a, a little bit later. So the next one I want you to talk to because I know you recently built or bought one of these. So the Lego Mechs. So there are three Mechs. Oh yeah. Right. So yes. you got three Lego Mechs now: a Stormtrooper, a Boba Fett, and a Vader. Um, and they're all like mini. Again, they're anywhere from 140 to 150 piece build, so nothing big. Uh, they're super cheap, sixteen dollars a pop, uh, which is great. Uh, each Mech comes with their own relevant sort of matching minifigure, and they are all unique minifigures um which is really cool and which one did you buy you got the boba fett yeah i got the boba fett one have you built um, him yet yes i have let me see show it for the camera grab him here yeah it's for the children 
Um, no, no, no. Don't don't show the children that. Show them the the NQ. Yeah, show them the Mac. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, Boba Fett just kind of sits in the off camera, obviously sits in the center here. Yeah. Um, I mean, for sixteen dollars, it's not focusing. Yeah, it's got a unique arm printing, right? Or or it's got the yeah it, yeah yeah. It looks good. So, I mean, that is like a must-buy. And these these little things, I mean, they uh, found them on sale on Target uh, for a couple dollars off. So, I mean, 14 bucks, $12. Yeah. Just kind of watch it if you have a little discount. And if you have Target Red Cards and they're 5% off, you get yourself a good little deal there. For sure. Um. So getting into so now we're kind of going to start to get into the summer sets. I guess the mechs were part of the summer drop also, but you had um, all the sets from the Ahsoka show. So you have the T six shuttle, uh, six hundred pieces, eighty dollars, four minifigures, all unique. So Ahsoka, Maroc, Sabine, and Hu Yang. Uh, the E wing versus Shin Hati Starfighter set, uh, which again is a kind of weird one because they don't actually interact in the show. Um, uh, but anyways, it's uh, a little over a thousand pieces. It's $110, so about 10 cents a brick, so not terrible. Uh, five minifigures, again, all unique for the sets. Uh, you got Balin, Shin, Morgan Elsbeth, uh, a Captain Porter, who is supposedly supposed to be this the the Ewing pilot, and then a New Republic astromech, which is new for uh, Lego. They've never done like a New Republic style astromech. So um, yeah. We see Captain Porter. Uh, he is flying over. Uh, is he the one that's chasing after Sabine. Sabine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they never they never interact with Shin's fighters ever. So um, again, right. kind of like kind of like the Yoda and R two. It's kind of a strange pairing. And I guess we'll actually have one a little bit further down when I get to the Mandalorian uh, one. But then you got uh, the Chewbacca build building build set. The Chewbacca set, I guess. Um, Dreamy eyes. Yeah, it's the stuff of nightmares. Although, see, again, seeing it in person, I talked about this. We did our SDCC wrap up. Uh, it doesn't look nearly as bad. The eyes are just super sunk into the to the figure or to the to the build, and so it, it makes it look creepier than it actually is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and on, on the bar, box art itself, when they were teasing this. Uh, it just seemed like the glare of from the box and with the light just made the eyes just pop out yeah. really definitively. For sure. Um, so that one's two hundred dollars. It's got twenty three hundred pieces and a single Chewbacca fig, uh, which is not unique. So um, again, for the price, it's not it's not that great. So then you got the Ghost and Phantom set, uh, which also came out at the same time. 1300 uh, almost 1400 pieces 160 dollars uh five mig five minifigs all unique to the set um another good one for the, one of the one, that's one of the best sets of the year i think oh yeah in my opinion yeah um it'll be interesting to see if jason becomes because his uh he has brown hair in the set obviously he has green hair in the show um if they plan yeah. to fix that or if that's going to be left with him having brown hair or if it's going to be like the original ghost set where it came out with black hair Kanan and then they changed it to brown. And so the black hair version became more sought after. 
um, mm-hmm. which would be funny because obviously yeah. it's father and son. Um, have it, have the oh cycle. Repeat. Gosh, I didn't think about that. Have the cycle. Repeat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my wife thanks you because now I have to buy two of it. Those, you know, just have to have, you know, one to stock and one to rock. Ah, that's and then right. I need to see if they, they change Jason's hair at all. The collector mentality one, one to stay in the bin and one or one to stay in the box and then one to build. So another good set for the kids, uh, the ten, Tenu Jedi Temple from Jedi or um, Young Jedi Adventures. Uh, Young Jedi. Yep. So 124 pieces, $40. Not great. Um, it does come with three minifigs. Uh, it's got a Kai, Bright Star, Elise, uh, Soleil, and a Master Yoda, uh, which all figs are unique to the set. But at $40 for only 120 pieces, it's, it's a little pricey. Um, there are some larger pieces that has been on sale though. Um, it's all for about $10 off so far, but, um, we're in a weird trend because last year there was a four plus set. Uh, it was an ad hat, I believe. And it was $35. And when that came out, people were a little off put by it. Cause I mean, yes, you get general beers, but. For thirty-five dollars for a four-plus set, it just kind of usually that should be around the twenty-dollar price point. Exactly. Um, yeah, and that and that set was an ATST set. So, but yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking oh, about. Oh, sorry about that. Because yeah. it had the it had the bigger the bigger bricks, which cost more to, to mold. So that's how they mm. quote unquote justify the price. But um, okay, so just gonna buzz through some of these last ones. Um, you got the Battle of Endor, like like the Return of the Jedi set. So the Throne Room. Battle of Endor Hero Brickheads, uh, the Endor Speeder Diorama, and the mini, where is it at? There it is. The mini SSD, uh, or the MIDI is what they're calling uh, it now. The, yeah, the, the MIDI scale. Um, so, and then there were a number, there still are a number of Mandalorian Season 3 sets out there. So, like the Fang, ver, Fang Fighter versus TIE Interceptor, uh, the Spider Tank. You know, it's funny because uh, the Lego catalog showed up in my mailbox today so i have the holiday the holiday lego catalog and i have to say they are not pushing um you know since this is supposed to be the holiday guide they're pushing the strangest sets in here they don't like yeah they got the venator you know which they've got an amazing you know two-page spread oh my centerfold um yeah and uh oh it, um, it actually is the centerfold so you know, it's the November 2023 Lego centerfold, um, but it's got sexy the... Rexy, <laughs> Mister uh, Mister Ularn with his mustache. Um, but they've got the battle pack, the Jedi Starfighter, the Mandalorian Microfighter, the Spider Tank, the Tanu Jedi Temple, and the Mandalorian Fang Fighter versus Tie Interceptor sets. Those are the ones that they're advertising, which tells me that mm. nobody is buying them. Um, which makes sense because the spider tank, like, yeah, I mean, it was in one scene, the Fang versus Tie Interceptor set, cool, but I don't know. The, some of the sets, you know, with Mandalorian season three, I didn't really, I wasn't a big fan of. Um, yeah, no, it would have been really cool to get a Mandalorian Fang fighter, but with the $100 set, you're like, okay, like, what is, what's the incentive here? Mm-hmm. And well, like we've been teasing all episode we'll talk when we get to minifigs uh 
all the sets you just mentioned have exclusive minifigs to them that are cheaper to get outside the set. Exactly. So. Um, so wrapping this part up and then we'll look ahead to 24 before we talk about our main topic. So you still got the helmets, uh, the Rex, Cody, and Boosh. Boosh. Helmets, um, along with Vader, Dark Trooper, and Red 5. Um, though Lego was sold out of Red 5. And, and Red Five. Is, oh yeah, and the Mando. Uh, Lego was sold out of Red 5 helmets. Um, they were out of stock. Uh, you could back order Rex, and, every, and then the other ones were readily available so um i believe red five is supposed to retire at the end of the year so that's probably not going to come back in stock so i know you got yeah you got one there in the background um so if you're looking to pick one up you probably check amazon i'm sure the local stores probably still have some in stock so like walmart target that sort of stuff but uh lego is fresh out um let's see uh and then we talked about some of the other ones earlier so the x-wing fighter i already alluded to the u.s the land speeder um bd1 um is still out the i should say still out there like it's a free agent or something like that but um <laughs> it is for a hundred dollars it is a really fun set to build um i built it with connor it's there in the background of my shot um super fun set uh, it doesn't come with any sort of special fig you get the micro figure of bd1 but as as someone who built bd B, built bb8 as well um I would I would build something like BD one. Ten times out of ten, it, it was so much fun. So, um, and then the last one I want to mention because it's a really good value for money, is the ATTE Walker, um, which was yeah. uh, again the the Clone Wars, uh, Clone Trooper tanker. You know, uh, it's got a thousand eighty two pieces, one hundred forty dollars, and it comes with eight minifigures. And at the time, you know, it comes with a new Cody. Uh, as well as a number of 212 troopers and battle droids. So I think at the time, again, they were exclusive to the set, as you noted earlier in the advent calendar. Uh, the 212s have become easier to acquire, which is good. I mean, it's not a bad thing, especially if you want to build an army. Um, but just for the quantity of figs uh, plus the build, it's it's a pretty solid value uh, for money. So, and that's going to be our holiday guide. Um, there are currently 70 sets, sets uh, alone available on Lego. Wow. And I would think mo uh, m some of them are sold out, of course, but many of them were either available now or available for back order. So it doesn't appear that there's any uh, supply issues currently that could change after next weekend with Black Friday and obviously the, uh, the holiday season kicking into high gear. But for now, it would appear that stock is pretty readily available across across the board on lego.com so that's your uh, 2023 yeah. holiday guide so i need to ask you sean and i thank you for taking us through that so you, you just got this year's catalog in the mail yes um do you remember when we were younger and you'd get something like that and you go in and circle all the things you wanted yes uh for christmas would you give Connor a pen and let him pick out something? Oh, he already does. This year? He already does. Oh, good. So he hasn't done it with this because it just showed up today. But we have, I, I don't know who signed us up for magazines, but I have gotten, yeah. I should say I, we have gotten probably six different toy-related magazines in the last month. Um, from the Amazon, oh my goodness. From the Amazon Holiday Guide 
to a bunch of, um, it was almost like the Sky Mall. Uh, remember Sky Mall when we used to fly all those yep. years ago? Um, and it was like from Hemmerker and Schlemmer and whatever, but you had like all these different toys, um, whether they were like connects or like Lincoln logs or like the plastic things that would like set and then you put the ball in it and it would like zoom around. Um, oh yeah. Know, uh, those sorts of things. But now they've got all these sorts of stem sets and everything like that. So no, he's already going into the catalogs. I've got probably seven or eight pages within the Amazon gift guide that he's circled four or five different things on. So, and we're going to see Santa tomorrow. Yeah, I really want a pancake compressor. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> he, uh, most of it is Spider-Man, uh, Paw Patrol. PJ Masks. He's going to ask Santa for an Eagles jersey. So I've raised him right. Oh. Um, just for, for the record, he did cheer for the Browns this past weekend. He was cheering for, for your team, for your boys, uh, to beat uh, to beat the Ravens. Uh, I will not allow him to cheer for your Cowboys, though. <clears throat> it's not allowed in this house. Um, <laughs> there will be no cheering for the Cowboys in my house. Um, That's fair. But uh, so real quick, um, look ahead to 2024. Um, I did peruse that article. Were there any sets that stood out to you as like, oh my gosh, Ermagurt, I gotta have it, types thing? Yeah, I mean, one thing I noticed, um, and it kind of alluded to last year with the uh, release of the MIDI scale hmm. uh, executor. Yes. Uh, so there are about three different sets that are rumored uh, with set numbers and prices for next year for March of 2024 that are going to be MIDI scale. Um, they're, you're going to have a Millennium Falcon as well as a Tana 4 and then one that I'm really excited about, uh, the Invisible Hand. Mm -hmm. um, now, those be nice to display those and I love, love to see that line come back. Um, but that means that we are ending the line, at least for now, of helmets. Yes. Um, so they will kind of move away from the Lego helmets, which I kind of have behind me here, like out of shot. There we go. Kind of, um, I'm only missing Cody, but, um, it's, it's sad, but, uh, you know, this is what it is. Don't oversaturate it. Right. Uh, bring bring another style back, and we can enjoy it for a couple more years, and see where we go from there. Um, so, uh, in, in regards to, I guess, new builds or what we're seeing rumored, I mean, battle packs. We all since uh, I think twenty twenty, we're starting to get a lot more. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, clone battle packs now and there's a clone trooper and battle droid battle pack which we get to see battle droids back in lego sets again which mm -hmm. is awesome should be great for uh, army builders <clears throat> yeah so i think that's uh june i'm sorry january of next year mm -hmm. and it has a price uh point around 30 dollars so uh, and uh for those wondering 75372 is a set number for that um, but as I was kind of looking down the list, I mean, you kind of see, and we'll, 
I'm going to end it with the uh, Captain Rex one, but mm-hmm. um, Grogu's Escape, um, it's only at $30 from, and it's, uh, they don't know a piece count yet, but for May, uh, like May of next year, kind of want to see if that would be uh, either the scene with Amon Best from uh, a Coruscant, or if it's the one with like Grogu, Mando. Oh, no, I, I think it might be maybe the canal scene from Mandalorian with uh, IG-11. Yeah, if you scroll down, so so just for the record, this is coming from thebrickescape.com. This is uh, the article that we're using kind of to share the information on, on rumored or upcoming sets. Um, it's got a picture of Kelleran back on the speeder. So... It would imply oh, that it yeah. is that it is the escape, which means that we're gonna probably get a Keller and Beck minifigure, which will be really cool. Because um, obviously that's never. Yeah, we get a speeder and a sidecar. Yeah, I'll probably get a bark speeder um, or something like that, which would be real cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that that'll be interesting if that actually is what the build becomes. Oh yeah, uh, and. Um, there's, so, I mean, next year's the 25th anniversary of Lego Star Wars, which I'm still, you know, coming around to the fact that it's been 20 years back in 2019. (laughs) Um, so 25, I mean, there's been some rumors that they're going to be putting, um, just call some legacy figures, uh, some special mini figures into sets like, uh, they'll have Darth Malak, um, which I have a custom version of him right here. Um, I'm trying to get the focus, but anyway, Malik will be in a set for, uh, I think it's the uh, buildable R2-D2. Oh, okay. Um, so they're going to feature him in that set. Uh, and that is, unconf- and that is unconfirmed, by the way. That is speculation. Rumored, that is speculation. Rumored, yeah, rumored. Yeah. Sorry about that. These are all rumors for right, next year. Right. Um, I mean, some of it. Some of it's kind of known. Like some of the January sets. Like they're probably going to know that those are those are coming out here in the next two months. So, but the ones further down down the line are probably a bit more questionable. <clears throat> I'm curious to see oh, what, yeah. what the buildable yeah. Droidica looks like. Like if they give it like a BD one treatment and they you know give us a solid piece count around like say eleven or twelve hundred pieces, um, and it becomes you know bowling ball size maybe that'd be pretty cool, um, especially if it oh will, yeah if it will fold in on itself, and you can actually roll it and then pop the legs out and actually have it you know set up and drop the arms down that would be really cool. Think that will have a lot of technic pieces, you know, part mm-hmm. of the system adapted to that. It would be really cool to see if you could use some of Lego's powered up motors mm-hmm. on those, and then uh, they have either defaulted program where you can just create code itself and have a, have that thing move. Yeah, that would because be, that would those be cool. droids were so iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, uh, the. Oh, I would say because next year is the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace also. So um, we're getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Like I have the I have the OG Lego set, the OG Lego Star Wars set. Um, I actually have two of them um, in my collection. So, 
yeah, it's been 20, it'll be 25 years next May that Star Wars was, um, you know, new, born, new to us at least. born for a new, a, a new generation, basically. So it's kind of wild to think about. <clears throat> um, yeah. The last thing I was going to say with this, uh, I've said Malik, there's also a rumor that Arc Trooper Jesse uh, is going to be included in one of these sets. So um, that's. That would be cool. These are customs. Yeah. Getting an Arc Trooper, getting a Jesse would be, a Jesse would be cool to have. Oh, yes. Still learning how to try to focus here. But, yeah. Yeah, don't worry, you never you, you never actually get good at that. I've tried to do that a number of times with Lego figures, uh, and that is hold it in front of the camera to get it to, to focus. And it, you got to hold it still, <laughs> and then ha- it takes I don't know, fifteen or twenty seconds to like. F- uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, the last one on the list that is rumored to come out later next year, which has no information really at all, it's pure speculation would be a UCS Java sail barge, which if that does come out, it is, it's, it's a little strange only because it would have made a lot more sense to have it come out this year for the 40th anniversary of return of the Jedi than the 25th anniversary. Yeah. I mean, we, they've done sail barges in the past and does and skiffs and stuff like that as part of the original Lego, mm-hmm. um, star Wars, like, um, what's it called? Uh, like Lego system you know, box, you know, art and stuff like that. But yeah. Um, so they, I mean, it wouldn't be new. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be un, uh, an, an, an unnatural marriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but if it, 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 it would be cool. I mean, if they do, if they do choose to go forward with that type of set, um, I will definitely be buying one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think so. I think what they should do is what they uh, kind of have for the UCS Millennium Falcon is where you have two generations, mm-hmm. uh, more or less within that set, where you, you kind of have it as the um, OT settings, like we had back in the 2013 version of the Sail Barge. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have a little bit of a storyline with Book of Boba Fett. I mean, that would be kind of cool to see him on the uh, throne, you know? Yeah, that would be cool. As as long as I get a Max Rebo, I'm gonna be happy. I gotta have yes. somebody playing my skiff piano or my my sail barge piano, and there is only one man for the job, and that is Max. We must have a Max. Yes. <laughs> Sean only likes his ivories tickled by Max Rebo. Max Rebo. He's the only man for me. He's the only floppy elephant shaped alien for me. Um, so. Uh, with that, we're going to bring the uh, look ahead to a close and finish with... Oh, a... oh nope, you got one more? Are we, no, we're going to finish with the, the Rex Microfighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said you had that for last, so go ahead. It's coming out. It's going to be twelve ninety nine. Deal with it. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, set 75391. Uh, this is the one that um, kind of broke camel straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. um basically it's rumored that we're going to get a captain rex uh y-wing microfighter and the captain rex is rumored 
um, to be the same exclusive Captain Rex that just came out in the $650 UCS Benadar. Mm -hmm. uh, thus, uh, just stirring up the pot in the Lego collector's market because those who thought they had a $200 Rex exclusive minifigure now are questioning what that's worth and it could result down to a ten dollar it's worth 15 bucks so, is what is what he's worth he's worth 15 dollars <laughs> right so um we we still i mean oh there's a whole rumor mill around it if it's going to be if it's going to have a pauldron or not if it's going to be the exact same print i think it would definitely be the exact same print um because there's not really a lot of uh unique mm -hmm. styles of pad printing for the helmet and right. uh, the torso itself but i mean with or without a pauldron i don't really think it's that big of a deal but yeah it, and, and that's a perfect segue into into the discussion that we're going to have at the end here which is the state of the minifig market in general and what that will mean for sets going forward um so before we get into the the meat and potatoes of it right so one of the uh, one of the things that you buy a, a lego set for and it's one of the reasons i pointed out during current sets is the unique minifigures that come in those sets and so for collectors right you buy the set to collect minifigures now there's a or was a semi-healthy uh aftermarket for these, you know, for, for Lego minifigures, you know, Bricklink uh, is the online sort of source uh, that actually Lego just purchased, or I guess that was probably close to two years ago now, but Lego owns it now. It's it's effectively like a Lego-specific eBay, um, or not eBay, but like Marketplace. Yeah. And, um, and so pretty much every set, every Lego piece, every Lego minifigure that has ever existed is cataloged there for the most part, and available to purchase, provided somebody has it for sale. Um, and so part of the allure of these these mega sets, you know, especially with the Ultimate Collector Series ones, is the unique figures that you get with them. And frankly, there's been some disappointment in the fact, like, for example, with the UCS Millennium Falcon, there were no, or there were two unique figures in an $800 set. Um, you know, the... Um, UCS ISD, two unique minifigures for an $800 set. Uh, the Venator now, two unique minifigures for a $650 set. And so it, it, you know, a lot of people use the minifigures to justify the price of a set, um, which leads us into the issue of the Lego factories in Mexico uh, using... Um, you know, perfectly legal molds. I mean, they're Legos molds to pump out thousands of of exclusive minifigures, which are just flooding the market. Um, and Keith, I know you are more in tune with the like whatnot market um slash yes, ig yeah. sales i used to be and i've kind of pulled back from that a bit um tell yeah me, thanks for introducing me though sean yeah you're Appreciate welcome you. you're welcome it's 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 a gateway drug and then all of a sudden you're following 17 people on whatnot and um 
and and you've got no spare income anymore. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so talk a bit. So you were kind of uh, front and center to the the influx of Rexes, Foxes, um, Ularens, etc. Uh, talk. I mean, share with the the fine listeners of the interwebs, kind of the um, the buzz that was created because yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure. And so it all really started with uh, phase two coding. Um, so when they released, re-released phase two, oh, I'm sorry, we get phase two coding for the first time, the figure was going around like, you know, 60 to $50. And then we started seeing a lot of them. I mean, sellers were having over a hundred of these figures. Uh, and then you see more sellers and you see the supply just keep on saturating the market. Now phase two Cody by himself is around 18 to $20. And that's from a $140 set mm-hmm. now. So he was like one of the, the biggest exclusive figures for that set. And people have been waiting years to get uh, P2 Cody. So that's kind of the genesis of this. I mean, we also have, we were seeing some trans colored figures. Oh yeah. So you'd see like a Darth Vader, C-3PO, um, Stormtroopers, Clone Troopers, and unique molds and colors you've never, I'm sorry, not molds, but unique colors you've yeah. never seen before. And so that was when you started seeing those on the market, are these really or not? Well, they were. Um, and it's kind of, what Sean was saying, it's a, uh, like a third ship operation, um, allegedly out of this factory in Monterey, Mexico, that is allowing all of these excess figures to hit the secondary market. Um, and then these sellers are going and buying these in bulk, uh, to where now you can easily get, uh, like 300, uh, P2 uh, Commander Rexes, or sorry, Captain Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get about 500 UCS Luke Skywalkers. Yeah. Balin, Shin, I've seen. Um, even even poor Walt Disney. No way, they're replicating <laughs> Walt? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, jeez. Um, I mean, he's so in like, what is he in? I, he's in like a $120 set. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then the, before Rex, before the UCS vinegar, you were able to buy P2 Rex. Mm-hmm. And then, um, before the Coruscant gunship, Commander Fox hit the whatnot market. And, um, I feel really bad for those when they get, uh, users that got swept up with the hype, but they were paying 75 to $80 to get a P2 Commander Fox before weeks, maybe in a month before the set came out. And then now since the set's out and uh, sellers are still sitting on P2 Foxes, mm-hmm. you can get one for around $15. Well, and and, and, and so specifically for Fox, right? And um, I, I think there was one, what was it? I think there was one other one. Maybe it, maybe it was Rex or Elarn. But yeah, the fact that they came out, you know, three, two, three, four weeks before the sets even dropped. Um, I mean, the Coruscant Guard gunship, right, we talked about earlier. It's a $140 set, comes with five figs. 
um like realistically that figure should never have sold for that anyways like that because eventually you're going to get into arbitrage with the figs being valued more than the set itself right so i mean a realistic market point for it would have been probably 45 maybe 50 dollars tops oh, yeah. tops right but the fomo right so the the problem with with what has happened is not only has it created ease of access um which i'm not gonna say is a bad thing it's a bad thing when it's through unscrupulous means um but you have you you create this fomo where people are getting manipulated by these sellers and i mean sales is a is a uh it's a sport of manipulation i suppose but you know getting getting caught up in this frenzy like you said of i gotta have it now instead of waiting three weeks and then buying the set and um it goes back to what we talked about earlier with some people don't want to build the sets they just want to collect the figures right and so some people have a hard time justifying like you were saying with the ucs razor crest right you've got the mithril which is the special and and i guess uh din the mando that was in that set was a special figure also right yeah. but okay so i want too many figures for my collection right am i going to really go and spend 650 you know 600 dollars on a ucs razor crest it's really hard to justify that now right you know if you go to bricklink or ebay or something like that you might be able to get them both for 150 or 200 dollars let's say just throw out a number right but still that's expensive um not saying collecting isn't expensive to begin with but now that you've got this overabundance just completely cratering the collector's market it's um it's it's putting a bad taste in people's mouths because you have you have um, legitimate not legitimate but like you have collectors or you have people who are maybe new to the game who don't know how things work and they are just completely getting taken advantage of um and i have a hard time believing lego don't know about it right um i know i know that um you know we've talked about <laughs> doing good samaritan things and and uh trying to police the the lego market ourselves right but um, it, it'd be impossible to, to believe that Lego aren't aware of what's going on. So the question is, what are they going to do to stop it uh, or combat yeah. it? Yeah, and I think what we're going to see, and you kind of saw it in the, the gift shop holiday guide, is you're going to have sets that are going to go on discount uh, because they're not being sold. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen UCS Razorcrest go to a Costco for like $100 off. Uh, it's been on sale too during the double VIP weekend, mm -hmm. uh, not too long ago. So you're going to see these sets like, um, for example, the spider droid tank. Yep. That Bo-Katan has arm printing, which is a unique figure and you get the dark saber. Well, that Bo-Katan, uh, you can get now on the secondary market for around 12, $11, like $11, $12 in a sense um where people were paying 20 plus mm -hmm. for her from a 50 dollar set so it is uh 
And I know with Lego, this is a children's toy. These are meant to be built and played with and enjoyed. Um, so I understand that when we're, what we're talking about here is from a collecting standpoint. Um, so I do understand the counter argument to this, make everything affordable for so the kids can afford to buy these. But um, as we now know, Lego has gone into the 18 plus adult market mm -hmm. and as marketing these types of sets towards the adult collectors um, in that certain age gap. So uh, like what you just said with Bricklink for the UCS Razor Crest. So you have the Creel uh, figure I have oh, spoken. Yeah. Oh yeah, Creel, yeah. Um, Mithril and uh, Den. So those figures, now you can get those. Mithril around $40. Um, UCS Mando is, he was about, when he first was ever produced by the Mexican, um, allegedly the Mexican market, it was about $70. Now he's down to 40. Um, Quill was a hard one because we didn't know, uh, people were selling just his head to start and then just his torso to start. But now you can get the full figure for around $45. Hmm. So um, where those easily would have been a hundred plus dollar figs because you know quill has a very exclusive mold that you ha head mold that you haven't seen before mm -hmm. mithril as a face printing and then the mando as a special uh helmet that was supposed to be exclusive um and and on a special arm printing too on his arms right so just it's just unfortunate to see but yeah, I, I kind of going back to what you said, we're going to the impact, the economic impact of that would be you're going to have you're going to be sitting on inventory and then your demand is going to go down and you have to decrease your price. And um, you might have to, I don't want to say close your or slim your portfolio down a little bit to where, as you said, there's 70 something sets. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they cut that in half. Um, in the next couple of production run years, but uh, I think the one thing that isn't going to go away is the demand for Star Wars. It's just kind of you know, how how can they control the narrative? And uh, right now, it's very unclear. Yeah, and and the it, it goes back to what I kind of alluded to earlier, which is people people valuing or or looking at a price of a set and not just considering the piece count but also the figures that come in it and like you said i think um if lego aren't going to do anything to stop this then it can only deflate it, it's going to like you said it's going to force them to lower their price because if people can go and get the expensive figures for cheap um and have them be legit figures right like they're all stamped with Lego. They come off the Lego molds. It's not like, it's not like somebody in 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 the Far East, you know, churning these out of a of a factory. Like these are these are coming from from Lego's own own staff, uh, for all intents and purposes. And so, I mean, it, it's going to make justifying uh, 150 or 160, 100, you know, 200 dollar set for the figure. You really got to love the build. Um, or you're not gonna you're not gonna buy it, and um, and so it's gonna it's gonna shift. 
I think it's going to force Lego to shift how they how they market. Um, and I think one of the things they're going to do end up doing to combat it is like we're seeing with the Rex Microfighter is if that is indeed the exact same figure, their their solution is to effectively crater the market themselves because they're going to bring him out in a $12 fig uh, a $12 set supposedly rumored mm -hmm. and so you know okay if that market went from $200 to $50 it's now going to go down to $12 or $15 or what you know it's never going to be worth more than the set right you couldn't right it, it, again you start getting into arbitrage so um so maybe it's it's a 10 to 12 bucks right so they have effectively deflated their own market for one of the most popular characters in all of star like all like all of modern star wars um you know the p2 oh, yeah. the, the phase two rex from the original clone uh wars run is still one of the most sought after figures on the secondary market it regularly commands 250 300 dollars a pop maybe it's up even higher now i don't know where the market is now for that but for a while it was 200 to 250 dollars easy and yeah it's still right around there yeah so um and i don't see that changing because again those molds don't exist anymore but for every new figure that comes out going forward from here on out um and i would not be shocked if this doesn't extend into other ip so like marvel um harry potter etc but realistically Star Wars is is the cash cow for Lego as far as IP is concerned, um, mm -hmm. and so uh, unless again unless Lego do something to actually stop this at the source, um, they're going to lose a significant amount of revenue that would have been driven through set sales um, because of these figures, um, and so again I don't see how they don't fix it or stop it but it's been going on now for the better part of a year um i mean i even the blue milk luke saga i don't even know where those all came from but it, you know we went from not being able to get any to all of, yeah there he is there he is in the flesh uh with his blue milk right he was exclusive to the lego star wars deluxe uh skywalker saga deluxe version right and that was the only way you could get him. And then he came out kind of as a gift with purchase. And then all of a sudden, somebody, you know, people, Instagram sellers had hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. And it's like, where did you get hundreds of these? Um, so, and it's I like, guess what? you had FOMO and paid $70 for him originally. Hey, it's, the, it's, it's you, right? It's you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I'm guilty as charged. Like, I wanted to have it and uh, ended up buying a PlayStation 4 deluxe version to have one sealed. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just bought the bag, poly bag by itself. And then I just recently picked one up from a whatnot seller for $25. And the first thing I did was open it because I want to have one to display. <laughs> and he is. I mean, the only thing you have here is his face and the little blue milk thing, and it is a really cool fig. Yeah. But that just goes to show you, when you think something's very exclusive and supposed to be exclusive, and somehow, you know, 
thousand leaves fall off the back of a truck somewhere. Um, you kind of weather the storm, you'll find a good deal. Yeah, and it and and the the big takeaway, as with all collecting, is collect what you love because you love it, not because it might be worth money someday. Because it yes. it doesn't take much to completely erase value from an item and it's completely out of your control and so you know if everything in my lego room went back to like no value yeah i'd be sad but it's okay because i enjoyed building it i enjoyed collecting it and so on and so forth but the the key with and any share with your son yeah exactly uh, but the, the the key with any collecting and that's black series or or you know i don't know well, that's just the easy one because john does it but funko or or um i don't know pick a pick a thing right um if, if you don't do it because you enjoy it and you're you're just it's gonna it's gonna come back to to bite you and so i guess the my closing thought and then you know is i have no qualms with making figures more accessible um, I tend to think that Lego, Lego's prices are overinflated at this point. I think they've, <laughs> they're trying to see how much they can squeeze, uh, which I wouldn't blame them <laughs> in the slightest, uh, COVID or the pandemic, I should say, did a lot for this particular sect of the collector market. Um, it's when I got into it, it's kind of when you got into it and, um, that, that was when the boom happened, I guess you could say. Um, the re the revival of Lego or specifically Lego yeah. Star Wars, but um, for for me it was 2019 right after uh, right. Celebration. Um, right. So I got I got in a little bit ahead of the crazy boom. Um, so yeah, but but I, but the thing is like you know um, uh, you know so so I guess my point is that the the prices I feel are already inflated and they have to they have to track back a little bit um if this in a roundabout way forces that kind of change to make it more accessible to people i'm actually okay with it i just wish it would have come mm -hmm. about through different means um and 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 not you know just forcibly cratering the secondhand market uh not yeah. that the people who are doing it care because they're like it's no skin off their back right um they're making it's business they're making their money and then the people who buy it from them are making their money and so on and so forth um but it, in the end it's the collector who's getting hurt by it because they're buying them at these overly inflated prices thinking that they will retain some sort of value and then there is no value anymore um and that's a whole different story you know topic about investing in the risks of investing yeah. but um if, it pays if, to do your research yeah and if we can get to a point where lego does become more accessible to people and yes you have a few hyper exclusive sets that are aimed at the 18 plus adult collector fine um i think they still need that i still think they need chaseable sets and they need chaseable figs um but if they want to if they w actually want people to still shell out 600 700 800 for sets then they got to do something to stop people from um, replicating those figures. Because right now, I mean, I want a Venator, but 
um, the bill looks great, but it ain't $650 great because the value is supposed to come from, yeah. or a portion of that value is supposed to come from the figs and that value is gone now. Um, and so, yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts is, is, uh, cheaper or more accessible sets is good, but like, uh, the means to, you know, I don't know if it just, if the means justify the, the, sorry, if the ends justify the means. So, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you there. I was kind of going back, like, of course you, I mean, Lego will have figures and sets that are going to be reasonably priced for all different types of incomes. Um, and I know we really didn't touch on this a lot, but I mean, there is a whole customs market out there, um, for collectors where some really good customs makers that take authentic Lego pieces and then use their own molds or, and have figures that Lego normally wouldn't have, or maybe just haven't thought of yet. So, um, there's a way to kind of expand your fandom and keep with the Lego brand. Um, and you're not getting like a, a left hand or a knockoff mm -hmm. figure, but, um, I think we're seeing a symptom of this where yes, now my older Lego figs pr figures prior to, uh, 2021, 2022 sets are now increasing in value. Um, you'll have certain items now where everyone's like, well, is the phase two Rex from 2013, is that going to go down in price when this new one comes out? Nope, it didn't. And I don't think it's going to go down at all. <laughs> nope. Um, after what we've just seen. So, um, but to echo what you said, I mean, just that's for the, the it's, do your research. It's never good to see the casual collector get taken advantage of. Um, Lego is such a great community both um, within like the different forms of media as well as you know, going to a local, a lot of local um, builders clubs mm -hmm. or uh, if certain conventions that come into town. I mean, as well as Lego clubs at schools um, and STEM programs. So it's just such a, such a good community. And you see something like that, it kind of gives you a little bad taste in your mouth, but um, Hopefully something comes of it. Uh, if we know anything about uh, this country, Sean, or depends on what kind of court, but I mean, any kind of litigation mm. or uh, root cause corrective action takes a little bit. So, yes, um, but as long as we can still build our bricks and enjoy Lego, then I'm okay with it. For sure. Um, all right. So, we're gonna with that we'll kind of bring the that discussion to a close um real quick um i forgot i should have done this at the beginning of the show but where can people find you from a i mean on the instagram you know on social media and stuff where can where can people find your uh your lego lo your love for lego and star wars yeah um uh, so I, I do have a whatnot account um was like one of the first sellers on there, but unfortunately just now buy, but I'm always in a fellow streamers shows. Um, my username is brick ain't easy, which you can see on the screen there. Uh, and you also find me on Instagram uh, under the same handle and, uh, X formerly known as Twitter slash Twitter. Uh, so 
Yeah, I mean, I'm most active on Instagram. Um, love just kind of posting what I'm building or uh, the occasional meme that comes along, Lego related. But I, you know, just kind of uh, share any kind of a Lego, um, you know, happenings or what I'm building around that time. So right on. Yeah, and I'll I'll be sure to put the uh, your handles in the uh, in the show notes for people to, people to find. Um, anything uh, I, you know, I alluded to it in the intro with the five hundred first, and you have it there blazoned across your chest. You have any um, trooping coming up, or anything you want to talk about well, regarding the group? Yeah, well, I've been kind of an absent trooper, um, so uh, we just had our formal last weekend when i was out of town ah, yes. it was kind of like a geek prom in a sense but we celebrate a lot of our hard-working um group members that uh, quite a few of them got over 100 troops this year um got awards for that i mean they just it's such a selfless act and mm -hmm. you go and volunteer and get to dress up as one of your favorite characters from uh, star wars and just put a smile on uh both kids and adults face alike. Mm -hmm. So um, I currently have an improved TK outfit. Um, so Stormtrooper, as well as I'm going to be getting a uh, Narquino 5 prison outfit. The uh, I'm going to be a medic. So I'll be able to get approved with the Rebel Legion as well. Oh, cool. It's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm part of our local group with 70th Explorers out of Missouri, um, but there's, there's organizations worldwide with over 130,000 uh, members. So, uh, you want me to rattle on about the plug, but yeah, that's uh, what my, for those listening on audio, that's what my hoodie I'm wearing is the Iowa First Legion. Yeah. And uh, I know Obi Sean and Jedi John have both. They mentioned their buddy TK. That's who I am. So, that's right. Yeah. Appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, jumping on and uh, chatting Lego with me this evening. Uh, it's been it's been fun. It's it's funny uh, how deep the rabbit hole goes when it comes to little plastic bricks. So, I always appreciate the banter. So, so thanks for joining <laughs> me this evening. Yeah, it, it'd be kind of interesting to see, uh, I guess, you know, come spring of next year when summer sets are announced and you kind of see the first wave of winter sets for 2024, just how close the rumors were to mm -hmm. what the actual reality is. And if we start seeing any kind of price reduction on the, uh, the sets when they first come out. For sure. Um, so as far as us, uh, you can, uh, of course I'll put the links to our social channels in the show notes. Uh, you can find us of course on all podcast platforms, uh, and YouTube. I am probably going to post this on, on YouTube. So since we had some actual visual, you know, things to show off, um, but, uh, but with that, we're gonna bring this episode to a close. Um, so again, I want to thank Keith for joining me this evening and participating in this fun lego chat do you want to fill in for john and do the uh do the send-off yeah blue milk luke for the win <laughs> do you want to do you, do you want to do john's part as part of the send-off yes, sir all right wonderful oh uh, I, I i always thought that was a uh just a button you pressed no we do this we do this every time and you know that's why it has the uniqueness at the end and the opportunity for me to screw it up um 
but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, as we bring this show to a close, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, please do leave a rating, review, subscribe, etc. Click the click the bell, whatever. Um, appreciate you all turning in. Um, but for Brickin ain't easy, aka TK, aka Keith. I'm Obi Sean, and until next time, may the force be with you.